podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Friday, it is the 6th of September and the weekend is finally here. Liverpool aren't playing which is a that's not great, is it? But um, there's loads of international football for you to watch, and um, I don't know if you watch it, walk away. Uh, this show was brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookies. It is a you know, it's a it's a betting app you can get. Uh, most people would use the app. Um, if you go on there, you can get odds on Liverpool. You can get odds on on football in general. You can go on to the specials page and get the LSE Day Tripper specials for every game that you help build um, with every bet that you suggest to me as the, uh, during the week as we approach games. Um, tonight, it's going to be a viewer's agenda, so anything you have to throw in there, absolutely throw it in. Um, and look, uh, we're going to have a quiz. Uh, who's on the quiz? Well, I'll tell you who's on the quiz. Barry Carr is on the quiz. Barry Carr is a long-time viewer. He's, he's watching the show since it began. Um, he said, I'll go on the quiz. I said, great. Um, and like other podcasts that do live things and tell you they like it and all that sort of stuff when they, they probably don't and they tell you they, they'll have you on and they won't. I will. I'll have it every night of the week if people want to come on here. I absolutely will. So, Barry, um, how are you? Good evening, Gav. I am fine. Good. Thank you very much. Can you give me an update on the urinal situation, Barry, before we go any further? Delighted to tell you. Visited the urinal today right. and thanks be to God, it was clear. Right. Okay. <laughs> I so don't. I don't. I don't know what did it, but th- thankfully it's finally clear. Okay. Did you Did you write a strongly worded letter? Did you do a dirty protest? Did 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 it need to be done, or was it just the maintenance man noticed it and said, "Oh, I better clear that toilet." I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't want to be the only one to notice it. So you know, leave it. Leave it be. Pray to God someone else noticed it and mentioned it to management, but. It's finally, the saga's over, Gav, finally. Okay, okay. Uh, Cop 80 is in the house. He says, good evening. He says, no football for a week. He's going to have to talk to his wife. Um, You should talk to her anyway. Um, Most wives are absolutely sound. I know mine is anyway. Mick is on saying, what team would you go for in the League Cup? Uh, Barry, the League Cup, um, a lot of people put it down and they say, "Ah, look, it's not a priority. Um, You know, Champions League and the League is where it's going to be. Um, But... With the squad we have, do you think the League Cup, especially with it finishing up quite early in the season, you know, I think it's mid-February when the final is on, is it something that you can look to be quite strong in and, and see how far you get? I don't know. I think that has has, has been s- swept aside so often over the last couple of seasons. I can't see us going strong in it, at least against MK Dons. Um 
obviously the likes of Origi, Shakiri, Chamberlain. Um, you would you would hope maybe Keita is back involved uh, come th- that game. So maybe the likes of those guys get a run out, but it can't really be seen as a serious uh, a serious competition yet. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at it and I'm thinking like you know. The goalkeeper situation, you'll probably have to go with Lonergan or Kevin Kelleher and goal. You know, Joe Gomez will probably play, but defenders, Lovren might play. You know, he might do a Milner at left back. He, he might do, he, he could go with a back three, he could do something along there. Uh, Mick says he hopes Bryn, Br- uh, Brewster gets a chance. That's one I really want to see, Barry. Brewster is the main one I want to see, along with the likes of Yalalana, Oxley Chamberlain's, Katus, you know, whoever else has to come in and fill in, Origi maybe, but Brewster has to be the one you want to absolutely go and, and see play in that sort of competition. Yeah, Larucci as well, perhaps. Oh, Larucci, what a show. Yeah, what a show. Yeah. My favourite left back in the world. He really is. Um, he really is my favourite left book, left back at the moment. I just, uh, I think he's top drawer. Um, right, so the quiz, Barry. We're going to do this quiz tonight. This is how it's going to work. You've come up with 10 questions. I've come up with 10 questions. Um, we'll go one question for me, then one question for you. Does that, is that suit, does that suit you? Oh, I think that for entertainment value, I think that's the best way. Okay, no worries. And, um, I've been asking the question around a lot, and I know you answered it, but, um, and I asked the Anfield rap today how, how far people, how far they could jump between two buildings. Um, I'm going to put a poll out tomorrow to see, um, how far people could jump, um, and see how much traction we get on that because it's the, it's the, it's the question that needs answered the most in the world. As far as I'm concerned, um, right, Barry? Do you want to go first and ask a question, or would you like to receive a question first? Um, I think, as as an avid Patriots fan, they always opt to receive. I'll receive the first question. Okay, so you just want the question? Any question I feel like asking out of my ten? Yeah, I, I think it's yeah, it's up, up to yourself. Okay. You want you want to start off with a hard one? Ben no, I'm just going to randomly pick a number myself <laughs> and ask him there, okay? So let's go. Yeah. That question number one, people that are listening and watching and stuff like that, um, you know, people that are watching live, play along, try try ask answer these questions as you go. People that download this from tonight onwards, I know they do listen and try play along. I had a mate of mine saying, Jesus, I only got five out of ten myself the other day. I, he felt I was a bit harsh and moldy. Yeah, I didn't do well last night either. That's they were a bit, how it goes, right? <laughs> they were but, a bit old for me. Okay, so I'll give you one that's recent enough then, okay? Oh, good. <clears throat> the 18th of January 2017, in an FA Cup third round replay away to Plymouth Argyle, Liverpool missed a penalty. Who missed the penalty? 2017. Mm. Mm. I can tell you that that Lucas Leiva scored the winner from a header in this game. Yeah, I remember. Um, Gosh. Um, I'm really stuck. I'm really stuck in this one. 2017. Yeah, I think we played them at home and drew nil all. It was mm-hmm. a dire, dire game on the Saturday, and uh, we went to we went to Plymouth. Christian Benteke. Incorrect. It was Divock Origi. Divock Origi, and I, if I remember right, he tried to put it to the keep, keeper's left, and it was a poor enough penalty. So that is a not a good start from you. 
being honest. Okay, um, we'll see you get on, Gav, with question one. Right, oh, just before we do, somebody has said here, have you heard the stuff coming out of the Switzerland squad? Um, no, is no. the answer to that. Uh, Rags Zeb is the man asking that question. Um, I haven't, Rags, um, but if you do want to let me know what's going on in the um, in the Switzerland squad, uh, let me know, and we'll, uh, we'll discuss it a little bit. Well, they were, they were in Dublin last night, so did they end up in Coppers? They could have ended up in... in um, the famous hunt that is Copperface Jacks, and mm. it could have went all downhill. Most footballers that go into Copperface Jacks end up being arrested for dancing on the top of a, a car. That's how it usually goes. Um, Kev O'Sullivan's team for the League Cup would be Kelleher, Hoover. Um, I was going on my screen, but I, I agreed with most of what he said there with regards to who he would... Yeah, Lerici, Lallana, Milner, Origi, Brewster, Shakiri. Yeah, yeah, yeah spot on. But you spot see, on, Kev. It just shows how strong it is, the squad. You know, mm-hmm. when you read them sort of names, you know. Um, let me see. Chris Brack says, good evening. Chris, good evening. Um, your YouTube friend... Uh, your YouTube friend Barry is on with me tonight and he's about to ask his first question so Barry Barry, shoot Gav yeah question one Mm -hmm. who scored the opening goal Mm -hmm. in the 2001 UEFA Cup final Marcus Babel correct okay one for me a header after about two and a half minutes would it be if even that Gary Mack corner yeah so one for me and I'm one nil up okay um Kev O'Sullivan says, uh, oh, Kev O'Sullivan says something was said in commentary last night that Shakiri pulled <coughs> out because he wasn't picked as captain. The talk going around is that Shakiri coming back from injury over the summer had said that he wanted to concentrate on getting back into the Liverpool team and felt he needed to, you know, get down to hard training over this break to, to be as fresh as possible because I have a little feeling Klopp has penciled him in for after this, you know, international break. Would you be surprised, Barry, if that was the case? He's pulled out because he wasn't picked as captain. I would be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't think um, Shakiri is anywhere near captaincy for the Swiss. Yeah, I'm just looking at Fab- um, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jan Sommer. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just a rumor, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to see what goes on there. Um, right, go on. Chris, Chris reckons that was easy. Chris reckons Perhaps. it was a bit easy. That. Um, yeah, perhaps. So we'll have to wait. They get harder than that, Chris, don't worry. They, they get harder. He said that on a scale of one to five, five being the hardest, there's at least three to four uh, fives in there. So we'll have to wait and see. So my second question for you, okay, is in 2011, 2012, uh, Coates, the centre-half, played for Liverpool. What was his squad number? 16. Oh, what a show. 16 is correct. Boom. Barry gets one. Well played, Barry. Um, I thought some, uh, to be honest with you, when I put that question in, I thought some, I thought you were going to go, um, higher than that, you know, because, um, he, he comes in it, highly rated, but he, ugh, he doesn't really do it, does he? It's kind of iconic now, that image of him going up for the overhead against QPR, isn't it? Yeah, you can see the, the name and number on the back of the shirt. Yeah, go shout, yeah. Yeah, photographic yeah. memory and all that. Well, yeah, I suppose you do kind of notice those things when, when these, um, overheads and stuff like that happen. Um, <clears throat> I'm presuming Chris thinks that was too easy as well. Chris, you may be the man I have to get on next. Um, Mick says that his memory is shot, so he has no chance on this. Uh, Mick, stick with us, man. Stick with us. Uh, right, go on. Give us your second question. You'll learn something, Mick. Yeah. Um, question number two. Who did we sign? Sander Westerveld from? Oh, that's a great shot. That is a great question. Um, 
and somebody asked me the other night about Sammy Hoopie, and it was Willem Tway. Mm. And I'm going to stay in Holland, and I'm going to say Vitesse Arnhem. Two for two, Gav. Oh, yes. Yes, Vitesse. And that literally just popped in my head. I'm, I'm being honest with you, that's a little bit of a guess. Um, Stephen says, I, <laughs> Barry has no chance against Gav. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I really don't. Um, some things come really quickly to me, and then some things, listen, you could ask me who scored in the Champions League for in the last, last month or a couple of months ago, and I could easily turn around and say Robbie Fowler. Um, uh, Kev O'Sullivan reckoned it was her in vain. Absolutely not. Chris Brack says cracking question. Chris, you're going to have to tell me who, uh, who gave the cracking question. Um, but I thought, I thought that was a really, really good one. Um, will I go for me, will I go for me turtle? Go on ahead, Gav, yeah. Okay, alright. In 2005, 2006, um, Jamie Carragher made 57 appearances in all competitions. One player made more than him. Okay, um, one player made more with 59. Who was the player? Pepe Reina. No, it was Sammy Hoopia. And I would have went for Reina straight away, but Reina missed five league games that season. Oh, um. He missed five, and I'm presuming he was sent off somewhere yeah. along the line or, or had a slight injury, but, uh, no, it, w- it was, uh, it was Sammy Hoopia with 59. And I thought that did surprise me because around 05, 06, I, it was around the time then when I thought Sammy Hoopia might be on the wane a little bit and then came back really, really strongly. Um, especially the following season, but, uh, no, Sammy Hoopia, Rain and missed the league games as well, is what killed him. Um, Stephen Max says this may go to pens. It's 2 1 to me. Uh, Barry's asked three. Sorry, I've, I, asked I've, three. I've installed a, I've installed a tiebreaker if needed. I have oh, no have you? question. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll make up the tiebreaker in my head as well if I need <laughs> Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, if, if anyone wants to update us on that, on that security thing, um, let me know. Quick question for you, Barry, because we won't just go question for question. People will get in yeah. that we're just doing that. Yeah. The Michael Owen situation. Um, now I, mm. I didn't comment on this on Twitter um, I haven't really spoken to anyone about it but um, every time Michael Owen opens his mouth one he seems to drop himself in it and two he seems to really really annoy an entire fan base um, what do you make of this not the release of the book I think the book might be a decent read to be honest with you but um, where do you stand on Michael Owen yeah um, I'm very much was he in that literally half the time he opens his mouth he does he does upset me um i I really wish he would just uh, leave us alone and keep it keep it the punditry the the old harken back to Jesus I really regret when I left um God if it was five or six years after I left that the one the champions League may be one thing but the 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 year after I left that was that was horrible. Bother about you, Michael, when you left. You left when you did. Sorry. We had to go on and what? create our greatest moment ever without you. Yeah, look, Michael Owen's one of these, he's, he's, every club is these ex-players are just, uh, they're a bad smell around the place and just, I, I, I am literally dumb with the fella. I used to idolize him when I was growing up. He was the first name on the back of one of my shirts and he was fantastic, but just, Everything, everything since he he stopped playing has been just a tad distasteful. Do, do you know something? Um, 
like Kev O'Sullivan there says we got the best out of Owen. If it wasn't for the United move, he would be remembered well. I strongly disagree with that, Kev, and I'll tell you why now in a second. Um, North Red says Owen knows what he's he's at selling a book. He's got pound signs in his eyes. Rag says he's a legend, but a fallen legend. Mick says he's doing himself no favours. Hope he gets dropped from the punditry. Um, well, I wouldn't like to see a fella lose his job, but I, I just... He's not for me, I'm being honest with you. Um, Chris Brack says the own situation... Uh, which Shearer is funny. Owen can't be surprised fans don't like him when he played for Man U. To be fair, I like that Owen has called out Shearer for not being as loyal. I did like that bit from Michael Owen, I thought, because, you know, Shearer thinks he's the oracle on, on Newcastle United. And to be honest with you, Newcastle United have been in the doldrums for a long time under um, the, that mad joke that, that, that owns them, Mike Ashley. And Shearer hasn't piped up once about it. So um, it's it's one of those. Dave's LFC chat says hi, Gavin Reds. Hi, Dave. How are you? Um, you see, my main problem isn't my own uh, leaving Real Madrid and going to Newcastle. I was I did hear stories around the time that he was looking to get back to Liverpool, but the money they were looking for was too much. I think it was around twenty odd million at the time. Liverpool only sold him for eight. Um, he nobody wants him then when he's leaving Newcastle, and and Ferguson does what Ferguson does and takes him. A bit like what he does later on with, with Van Persie and takes him from Arsenal because he sees him as a really good asset to have. And, and he ended up being right on Van Persie. He won the league. He won the league with Owen as well. But, um, my, my main issue with Michael Owen is, and listen, I don't know how he's an ambassador to the club because he references United an awful lot. Um, a lot more than he would reference Liverpool. But look, that's Liverpool's football club's uh, deal. That's, that's their decision. It's absolutely not mine. But my biggest thing for Michael Owen is Michael Owen, had a contract on the table for about 18 months before he left Liverpool. Um, in, the, in, the, in the last few months of, of the Hulier uh, reign, he was telling people how his agent were meeting Liverpool and it was positive talks and it will happen and this and that. And it just went on and on and on. And then when, when Hulier leaves, he sees it as a chance to, oh, I won't get on with Rafa or whatever else it is. And he was a £30 million player in 2005, let's be honest, um, or 2004, and we got £8 million for him. So that's my biggest thing. Um you know, so that's that's just the thing with me. It wasn't where he went afterwards and if he played for United and different things. It genuinely wasn't. It was the fact that he, what he done in the contract talks and what he, he ran that contract down and he knew it was a perfect storm for him. Rafa Benitez coming in, a change of manager, a, a year left. He knew he could force Liverpool's hands because they weren't going to let it go to January and leave, let him sign a Bosman with somebody else. So, you know, and when people talk about Coutinho leaving the club, Suarez leaving the club, Torres leaving the club, you have to go back to Michael Owen and say he was exactly the same, exactly the same. But he was England's big hope at the time, and he probably got away with a little more than he should have. But that's just it. I just wanted to see what people thought of Michael Owen. Whose question is it, Barry? Is it mine or yours? Um, it's back to you. You're first. Okay, so you, are you asking me? You're asking me a question. I think. Yes, you are. I've asked three. You've asked two. So your question. Go. Okay, I'm going to give you a list of players, Gav. Right. And I want you to tell me mm. who scored the most. Oh, Jesus, right. Uh, in all okay. competitions. All comps, all appearances, okay. whatever. Yeah, no worries. David and Gog. Yeah. Andy Carroll. Yeah. Carl Heinz Riedler. Jesus. Um, Go on, Gav. All competitions for Liverpool, so Andy Carroll came in in 
he was uh, 2011 was it yeah I think it was January 2010 wasn't it um, late January 2010 11 11 12 Rogers comes in in 12 and doesn't play him so he's two seasons and Gog was awful uh, but was there for a couple of seasons Caroline's Reed probably only had two seasons at Liverpool three seasons I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Davlin Gog Davlin Gog has nine goals for Liverpool oh well then I'm wrong Andy Carroll has six goals for Liverpool uh huh Carl Heinz Riedler has 11 oh it was Carl Heinz Riedler Okay, great question. Great question. What so you, got? you got me. So I'm two for three. You are one for three. Um, really good. Um, Chris Brack straight away. So Carl Hines really. Um, yeah, Rag says uh, Hines beans. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> we understand that. Um, Stephen Max says spot on. Gav, he was always about himself and still is. That's about Mike alone, not Carl Hines really. Um, wouldn't surprise me if God got more than Carl. He did. He got what was it? Three more. Yeah, nine yeah, three more, yeah. yeah, Carl, you see, Carl had one season and then, you know, injuries and stuff, and then Rogers took one look and went, nah, you're all right. He's, so. he's only he's only made 44 appearances, so, you know, yeah, it's not a long spell. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Listen, if anyone's watching this on Twitter, um, share it onto your timeline. If you're watching it on YouTube, thanks for joining us on YouTube, and, and make sure you get people to subscribe and sp- spread the word around and things like that. Um, next question from me, Barry, are you ready? Yes, bring it. Okay. Um, in the 2000-2001 season, the season where Liverpool won all those cups, mm-hmm. um, Liverpool beat Alaves in the final. We only had a question about it earlier. Um, no. They beat Barcelona in the semi-final. Who did they beat in the quarter-finals? So it was Barca in, in what round? Barca was in the semis. Okay, so the quarters, was that Roma? It wasn't Roma, it was Porto. Okay, okay. Porto, were the, were the, Porto. and they called it the fifth round then. They didn't call it the quarterfinals, which I yeah. thought was a bit strange. Yeah. But they called it the fifth round. Six goals for 35 million, says Chris Brack. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Absolutely mad. Um, right, go on, hit me with another question, Barry, while people are uh, asking uh, about different things. Okay, we're, we're getting a lot more recent now. Um, question number four for you, Gav. Liverpool began the 13-14 season with three consecutive 1-0 wins. Mm-hmm. Name the opponents in those three games. Stoke City. Correct. Aston Villa. Yeah. Stoke City, Aston Villa, and I'm going to say Manchester United. That is correct, Gav. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Sturridge scored in all three. That's correct. If, if you if you could have thought back to who scored those goals, yeah, it helps you along. Yeah, it was storage where yeah. um, it was a great goal of Villa actually. It was a great goal of Villa. He rounds the keeper, doesn't he? Sticks around with the outside of his foot. Um, yeah, storage flew that Stoke, Stoke was a great one as well. Mignolet with the the, the save, save from John yeah. from Jonathan Walters. Yeah, right? no, no, it was from uh, Jones. Are you sure? Kevin Jones took the pen. Did Walters follow it up? Oh, okay, right. I yeah, the if you like. Yeah, I think Walters, like. I, was, I could have sworn John Walters took that penalty. 
No, it's Kevin Jones. Okay. Uh, well, I, I remember Walters. I'm nearly sure I remember Walters being there um, in around the scene. Uh, so, Gav, you're three, three for four. I'm three for four, and you are one for four. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Quiz, Quizmaster leading. Yeah, surprise, Quizmaster surprise. is uh, leading. Chris Brax says a clever header versus Man United that day. Yeah, it was a header from Daniel Alger. And I think, if I remember right, I think Sturridge was in the goal when the ball was originally played and he just came off the post around whoever was on the post and just got the head on it. Um, I can see the fella on the line as well. I think I might have been Tom cleverly. Um, but I could be wrong. But listen, we go on. So my my next question, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, Liverpool signed in in the summer of two thousand and two. Liverpool signed Bruno Sheiru for three point seven million pounds. Um, who did he sign him from? Bruno Sheiru. Um, there's a couple of teams. There's a couple of teams popping into my head. <clears throat> Um, I know they signed a couple of players from the Harv. I know they signed CC from Auxerre. I can tell um, you. I, is, that, is it Social? Ha- is mm-hmm. it Social? No, it's not Social. It's Lille. Um, oh, the, it's the, Lille. Re- the reason you're thinking La Harve isn't that where they got um, Latalic and, yeah, Cinema, and Cinema. Yeah, that's um, right. Stephen Max says we need pre-90s questions. So I do have some questions <laughs> in there, I think. But I kept them quite recent as well um, because... Uh, I just, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to keep it recent. I didn't go back too far. Um, Chris Brack says he thinks it was ever on the line, and he thinks that Jonathan Walters definitely took the penalty. I'm going to bet that Jonathan Walters took that penalty, and I'm also going to bet that Tom Cleverly was the man on the line that Sturridge headed the pass. So if anyone wants to YouTube that while they're um, while they're watching us on YouTube, you know, split screen and do all that sort of stuff, and let us know, or I will go and look it up afterwards. Um, Go for it. I think it's your next question. It is my next question. And hopefully this one trips you up. Okay. Okay. Um, question number five. Who did we sign Usama Asaidi from? Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> um, Go on, Gav. Massively rated at the time. He was. He was, yeah. He, he had a great back heel goal in one of his, you know, YouTube videos, you know, it was, it was yeah. fantastic. And I'm going to go, I, I think I'm going to go Holland again. And I'm going to say, it's a great question. I'm going to say, and I can't be cheating because I'm looking straight at a camera, so I can't be, I can't be <laughs> cheating. Um, I'm definitely not cheating. I wouldn't do that in a quiz. It's, mm. uh, it's not the right thing to do. Um, I'm going to say, I think it's definitely Holland. And I'm going to say Heron Vane. Oh, I see Chris Bright got it. It is Heron Veen. Heron Veen, yep, okay. Blue and white stripes, did he play in? Yeah, yeah, that's, blue that's, and white stripes, that's yeah. Why, that's why I had him down for that, that's why I had him down for that. Uh, okay, so I have four from five, do I? 
Yeah, that's okay. true. They're talking about quiz doping here. Uh, Stephen Max isn't getting called in for. Yeah, we've case. heard it. We've we've heard of financial doping <laughs> and now quiz doping. No, it's just I don't know. I just I just have a really good memory. Uh, but the funny he's definitely thing, got a, he's definitely got a production crew around him feeding him the answers. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, my six-year-old daughter's here going. Yeah, Google. Hold on, I Google that. Uh, but no, t- to be honest with you, I just have a really good memory. And the funny thing is, if I'm talking to you now, if I met you next week and met you the week after, I would genuinely stand in front of you and go, I can't remember this guy's name because <laughs> I'm that bad with names. Um, I'm that bad with names. Um, mm. So my one next, so it's four, four yeah. from five for me, yeah? Yeah. Four, one from five for you. And I'm, so you, I'm struggling to catch Molly at this rate. Yeah, you need to get going here. You need to get going, okay? Yeah. Um, okay, here's one for you. And uh, so on the 5th of April, 1992, okay, in an FA Cup semi-final at Highbury, Against Portsmouth, Darren Anderton put Portsmouth one nil up in extra time. Who scored the equaliser? I think with about one minute to go for Liverpool. Nineteen ninety two. Yep, and I'll give you a clue. And and Gav, I, I only started watching Liverpool in 1986. Right, okay. Well, I'm going to give you a clue. It might jog your memory of watching back semi-finals and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. John Barnes takes a free kick. It goes <coughs> over the wall. It hits the post and comes back across the line and this man taps it in. Beardsley. No, it wasn't. Chris Brack reckons it was Rush. It was Ronnie Whelan. Ronnie Whelan. It was Ronnie Whelan. So, no score there. Before my time, Gav. Well, look, some of the stuff will be before my time as well. But um, I, I think that's the. I think that might be the the furthest back I've gone. Um, I really, I really could. Yeah. I remember that semi final because uh, Portsmouth were a. We were in the the fourth division. I think Portsmouth might have been in the one division below us, and. Highbury was absolutely rammed and Darren Anderton was a big thing I think he'd agreed to sign for Spurs at the end of the season and he he got through he hit a, a poor enough shot and went in at Grobbler's near post I think we, we beat them on penalties in Villa Park um, and went on to beat Sunderland in the final uh, but it was it was just Highbury just looked absolutely packed that day really really did um, go on give us another question ok question number 6 Gav mm-hmm. On the 8th of April 2015, mm-hmm. Liverpool beat Blackburn 1-0 at Ewood Park in an FA Cup replay. Who scored? On the 8th of April oh, 2015, Philip Coutinho. Correct. Yeah, low shot across the keeper into the far corner. Um, Liverpool were appalling in the fourth game. I think it might have been a, was it a one-all draw. It was nil nil. Was a nil nil, but there was a guy playing up front for them. Big massive fella. I think he's with Middlesbrough now, if I remember right. People will remember his name in a minute. Huge night lads. Uh or a huge lad. Um he was he went he was with Villa then at one stage. I'll think of his name in a minute. But no, yeah, Philippe Coutinho got the winner that night, I remember that well. Um what else have we got? Rags is going to bed. He's getting his head down. He must be hours ahead of us. Uh, Chris Brack said Coutinho. He got it absolutely right. Um, right, is it my next one? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so you said you watched Liverpool from 1996. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is from the year previous, so you might be okay with this one, right? August the 19th, 1995. Stan Collymore scores on his debut at Anfield. 
in a win against which team? Arsenal. Nope. Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday it was. Um, random question from Stephen Mack. Who did Vinnie Jones get the fastest yellow card ever for tackling? Oh. I think this was when he played for Leeds. Um, and I, I have a feeling it was against Man City. For, for some mad reason. I, I have, a, I have visions of him playing against City. I'm, Man- yeah, he, he didn't get booked for that rash one in the FA Cup final against us, didn't he? Not? No, against McMahon. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting one, the Vinnie Jones one. I have a feeling he was playing for Leeds, and for some reason I have Man City in my head that he was playing. So, I don't know, you know, early 90s playing against Man City. I don't know, Peter Reid, something like that. Peter Reid or something like that. Um, I, I, I could be wrong. I, I, most likely I am. Um, right, mine, is it my next one? It is, yeah. Okay. Are are you asking me? Yeah, you're asking number seven. Yeah. yeah. It's so, another one of these. It's another one of these who scored most. Okay. Who scored the most out of these three players? Okay. Ricky Lambert. Yeah. Andre Vornin. Mm-hmm. Florence Cinema. Pongol. All competitions. All comps. I, I think Ricky Lambert might have a bill. I don't think he ever scored at Anfield for Liverpool. I can remember him getting one away at Palace. He's the- one at Palace and one at Villa, definitely. Yeah, I remember them too. Um, Voronin probably scored more than you think. Um, mm. I'm going to say Cinema Pongal. What makes you say that, Cam? Well, I'm thinking, I remember him scoring one against Leeds when he was really young. He gets one against Olympiacos in that in that uh, group game of the Champions League. I remember getting a, a nice lob away to um, Betis in a Champions League game. He lobs the keeper. That's when we had the lovely Reebok jersey with all this, the gold and stuff on it. So yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Pongo. Right, well, I'm, giving you, I'm going to give you out the goals here now. Ricky Lambert indeed had two, the two we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre Vorning had five. Has to be Pongal. Florence Cinema Pongal had four. You're serious? Four? I mean, I'm at the name of three of them. Jesus. Olympiacos, Betis, Leeds, and I can't even remember the other one. Jesus, I can't believe that. That's mad. Four goals. I thought it was more than that. Um, alright, fair enough. Um, so that's, I'm on. Did you think Vernon had five? I, I thought, I thought Vernon probably had about six or seven, and I thought, I thought Pongo would have been about eight or nine. That's being honest with you. Because when I named three of Pongos, I thought, well, I can't remember all of them. You know, that kind of way. Mm. Like, I do remember the Betty's one where he chips the keeper. The Olympiacos one's quite famous. He gets one against Leeds when he's, it might even be, I don't know if it's his debut, but he comes off, I think he might come off the bench and score, so. Um, Gav, I've, I've definitely found your Achilles heel with these. Yeah, the, the top goal scorers, yeah, but they're so close, and they're, they're like, the, the players are giving me a shoey as well, you know what I mean? It's not like, any, 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 any of you guys watching, any of you guys watching, if you come up with a quiz, if Gav asks anyone to do this again, 
you know, take heed. A couple yeah, of these in there. Right, that's where you need to go. So um, you've asked seven questions. I have five, right? Um, I've asked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and you have one, right? Um, so do you want me to give you the next one? Yeah, and if you could, you know, put the uh, pre-year 2000 DVDs away and start getting... Well, like you know, the century. You have three questions. You told, me, you told me you had a couple of, you know, threes and fours in there as well. Well, I'd I, like I've, to see some of them. I have three questions left, okay? Um, one right. is from 2014, one is from 2018, and one is from 2007. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. So, would you like the 14, the 18, or the 7? Give me the 7. Okay. Robbie Fowler scored his last goal in the Premier League at Anfield. Last goal for Liverpool. Okay. Um, at Anfield in the league on the 24th of February 2007 who was it against he got two that day yeah um, well Fowler wouldn't have started against any of the big sides um, I can tell you they're, they're a Premier League team today they're currently a Premier League team yeah um, let me see I can picture further. I can I can picture him scoring, and it, it, it might even be uh, in the away colours as well. No, this was at Anfield. Oh, this is at Anfield. This was at Anfield in the league on the twenty fourth of February two thousand and seven. Mm. Let me see. Um, Aston Villa. It wasn't. It was Sheffield United. Sheffield United. And Chris Brack was spot on with it again. Chris Brack. Chris. You're my next. Um, you're my next person. If you I, actually, Chris, if you're available tomorrow, let me know, and we might get you on and do this. Do yeah, this Chris has been outstanding. Yeah, he has been that. really he, good. He, even during Molly's quiz, he was getting them. So yeah, and I yeah. think he might have outdone me here. Like people are calling for me to be drug tested for uh, for this quiz, and and like to be honest with you, I think we should all be around uh, in Chris's house making them piss into a cup. Um, yeah, I would second that. Um, Roy, you've three questions left, have you? I do, I'm on to number eight. Right, go for it, number eight. Okay. In 13-14, Luis Suarez put four past Norwich. Yeah. The the worst of which being a 25-yard free kick. Uh-huh. But who did he assist for the fifth? Uh, Raheem Sterling. Correct. Raheem Sterling, what a what a performance that night! You're enjoying these, Gav, aren't you? Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna be honest. It was on the other day on LFC TV. It was like I think it was all Suarez goals, or it might have been a goal rush from a certain season, oh, and they were showing these goals. And, and and do you know something? I genuinely thought we won that game four 0 It turned out five one. Um, I think Norwich got a good header during that game. If I remember right as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Raheem Sterling, um, most definitely. Uh, right, are you ready? Two more to go. I'm ready. Okay. Um, on the 23rd of September 2014, in a League Cup third round versus Middlesbrough, this striker became Liverpool, captained Liverpool for the fourth time. Who was it? So again, that's the 23rd of September 2014, League Cup third round versus Middlesbrough. This striker captained Liverpool for the first time. And I think this is the game that might have went to penalties and finished about 16, 15 to Liverpool. Something along the Oh, lines. yeah. Remember that yeah. one? Mignolet was taking penalties and everything. Well, Liverpool's strikers that year, 
Um, you had Daniel Sturridge. Um, you had Mario Balotelli. You had Ricky Lambert. Um, probably Fabio Barini. Um, I'm going to chance uh, Daniel Sturridge. Oh, you should have went Lambert. You should have went with Lambert. Um, Ricky Lambert was the man that 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 uh, captain Liverpool for the fourth time on that day. Stephen Mack asked, "What minute did Stevie G score the winner in the FA Cup versus West Ham?" Well, he didn't score a winner. He scored an equaliser, and it, it was, was like um, ninety. They 90, just announced. They yeah, just announced the stoppage time. Like minute. Yeah, ninety first minute. Yeah. Um, they literally announced it as I think as Risa tries to launch mm. a ball into the box. Like my um, entire is going four added minutes as he's striking the shot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Go. You have. Um, you have two left, is that right? Yeah, question number nine. I don't think the tiebreaker is going to be needed. I don't think so. No. Okay, right, this is this is, this should be a good one now. Okay. Um, this shouldn't be too memorable. Okay. Who did Liverpool play in the 2005 FIFA Club World Cup final? Oh. Brazilian team. If I remember right. It shouldn't be too memorable because we did lose the game. We did lose the game. Mm. Um, Peter Crouch was joint top scorer with two. Yes. I think it might have been a Brazilian team. And Corinthians is in my head, but I think Corinthians was the team United played. And that guy scored an outrageous call. Um, I think Romario was up front with him. It might have been in 92,000. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Flamengo. You're wrong. Oh, fuck it. Who was it? It was Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Yeah, all right. Brazilian, fair enough. I got that wrong. Um, that's six from nine. Um, okay. Um, who was the guy that scored a brilliant goal against... United. Do you remember the one where he flicked it around the corner to himself? Do you remember that now? God, no. If you look sure. up, if you look up, I think it was. I think it might be. I think it might be when United won the European Cup. Went to this. It was the time they went to it. Do you remember? They, they won. They, the, they won. They won theirs now, didn't they? They, they? they pulled out. No, no, no. They pulled out the FA Cup and went to this, and they played. I'm nearly sure it was Corinthians. I'm nearly sure a Mario played, and the guy up front with him was unreal. He was a lunatic. Um, and I think I'll get his name later on. I'll send it on to you. But if you if you get a chance, go and watch it on YouTube. Um, my last one is it? Yeah. Okay. Dominic Solanke's last game for Liverpool was on the thirteenth of May two thousand and eighteen at Anfield, and he scored. Um, who was it against? Brighton. Oh, great! Straight in Brighton. Okay, Brighton, yeah, absolutely, spot on. Um, I think it was 4 0 that day. I could be wrong, but I think it was 4 0. Right, give me the last question. Okay, question number 10 for you, Gav. In the season 2006 2007, Liverpool played Maccabi Haifa in the final qualifying round for the Champions League group stages. Mm -hmm. They beat them 2 1 on the night. Mm -hmm. But what I want to know is who scored the equaliser for Liverpool? So, just repeat the question again. I'll repeat. In the season 2006-2007, Liverpool played Maccabi Haifa in a Champions League qualifying round. They beat them 2-1 on the night. Who scored the equaliser for Liverpool? 
Oh, I think this is a bit of a trick question. Not a trick question. I think it's it's a player that didn't play an awful lot for Liverpool. I'm going to go... 2006, that we, we, it's, no. it's, absolutely, it's absolutely not a trick question. It's absolutely not a player that had a bit part. Right, that's throwing me a little bit. Um, I'm sorry. 2006-07, we, we played in the Charity Shield, didn't we? Maccabi Haifa took the lead. Yeah. And then Liverpool equalised. Okay. And then Mark Gonzalez scored the winner later see, on. My answer was going to be Mark Gonzalez. See. I was going to go for Mark Gonzalez because he yeah. was in my head. But Chris I'm Brack. going to go with Chris Brack, my man. Two thousand six seven. We played in the we played in the, <clears> the <throat> charity shield that year and we looked frightening because we had Gonzalez, mm. we had Pace. Bellamy. It was Craig Bellamy. Yeah, because the pace was frightening. It was absolutely frightening. Was that was that one where was that the goal where it come he gets it from a really tight angle? Suzuko hits a shot and it's parried. It's not it's, it's not even a bad parry by the keeper. And basically Bell Bellamy shoves Jared out of the way. Correct, and, and puts it in the roof of the net. At bangs the top end. in the roof of the net. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah it's a yeah. class goal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um right, so I got that. So I ended up with it. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. And the only ones that done me were these goal scoring messing. Yeah. So, um, no, if that was good, I enjoyed that. Did you enjoy it? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, a, a two is, is not what I hoped for. Okay. Well, I'll tell um, you what. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get you on again and you, we can just do chats. We don't do questions. How does that sound? Yeah, I think that might be more gentle on me, yeah. Okay, so if you were to nominate somebody to come on and do the quiz next, would it be Chris? Well, it's got to be Chris, do because I'm sick of this. <laughs> my, my man Molly comes on and gets a four, <laughs> and now you come on and get a seven. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just manage a two, but uh, the, the guys are spot on here. There's some kind of doping going on. Okay, well, I can There's, some, there's some kind of rigged... <laughs> Rigged competition going on here. <laughs> no, there's absolutely not genuinely. But that's our group for me. Uh, Enough of that. No, there's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want Chris Brack on. Okay, so what? Yeah. So me, you, and the rest of the listenership slash viewership are um, are putting pressure on Chris Brack to contact me via Twitter um, on We're the LFC day, him now. on the LFC Day Trippers page to send me his details and get him on this quiz tomorrow night. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. Yeah, well, if it doesn't sit tomorrow night, obviously there's a gap tomorrow night, but... Okay. Well, sometime. There's, a gap, there's a gap tomorrow night, but I'll make a gap next week if needs be. So, Chris Brack, the uh, the show has come out, the, the plea has come out from Barry Carr that you are the man to come and um, do this quiz and top four. Um, so, at the minute, Gav, are you getting the free bet? Absolutely not. I'm just here having a bit of a laugh. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, all the free bets I get, I put them on, I... I take screenshots of the bet and I send them to the person that's being given the bet so um, no absolutely not I'm not getting anything out of this um, other than the enjoyment um, right that's been it that has to be the end of this um, we're 45 minutes in and that's breaking the rules when it comes to the Fatback 4 Daily Barry it's been an absolute pleasure you will come on again though won't you and talk uh, football with me the next time it's, it's been an ambition of mine also already to go on here so thank you very much for having me guys ok well if you want to be a regular on this show you just let me know my man and you can absolutely be, absolutely be that um, 
yeah, that's been it. Friday the 6th of September. I'm off to clean my golf clubs because I'm playing in a team competition tomorrow. Um, the nice. weather, the weather looks like it is calm and dry. That's all we can hope for in Ireland. That's the best we can hope for. Absolutely. Um, in, in early September. It's been the Fatback Four Daily. It's been me. It's been Barry Carr. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening when you download this over and out. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.